Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you so much for that introduction. And uh, Nash, I appreciate that. And it's, uh, it's a good time to be in sports radio. A lot happening. Headed into uh, a lot of folks will be off tomorrow, but you can still listen to us. We'll be doing our thing. The uh, Baylor uh, baseball team is starting its series early. And so, as John probably talked about in the 3 o'clock hour, I'm sure John did, the, uh, we're going to have a 6.30 start tonight. I believe it's an um, early start tomorrow, 5, on, uh, on Good Friday. And then Saturday, wrap it up with a noon game. And we'll talk Easter off. We'll send the, send the Kansas Jayhawks on home, hopefully with a sweep, and send them right back to Lawrence, where they can celebrate the uh, men's basketball championship. Hopefully they will not be celebrating a series win. Aaron, uh, after hearing from the Kansas baseball coach in the 3 o'clock hour, do you feel, like, worse about Baylor's chances, about the same? Did the, did the, did hearing from uh, the head baseball coach for the Jayhawks, I think that was Coach Rice, no Coach, um, oh, goodness, what was his name? Price, Coach Price. What um, do you have any? Are you feeling okay about this particular series? Yeah, I mean Kansas coming in has the uh, lowest team batting average and the highest team ERA in the conference. So those are good numbers to hear when you've got a team coming in for a series. Yeah, but to be fair, I did take a peek back at what they've been doing, and Aaron in one of those games against, I think it was Texas Tech, and you know they got some sluggers on their team. Final score of that game, Aaron, 28-2. to The Jayhawks took it on the chin, 28-2 to in that game. What did they do the next day? They came back and won 8-5. to <laughs> Go figure. So they've had one, they had one series, I noticed, against OSU. They did get swept, but two of the three games were one-run games. It was like 4-3, 5-4. So they'll hang around. They'll play you a little bit. I mean, these guys are... Uh, these guys will, will, will fight you, but they'll also, if you can get up big, they tend to fold. And so that's what you got to do today. We'll continue to try to get uh, Steve Rodriguez on with us. Steve's come on with us many, many times in the past, and we'll, uh, we'll check in with him soon and uh, see how the, uh, the Bears are doing. Aaron, it's not good. All these uh, Tuesday games they've had recently, have you noticed when they play the Bears – their rankings go up. I noticed one victory over the Bears for DBU sent them from 24 to 16. Now, they beat somebody else, too, but I think the Baylor win helped them. They had a sweep over eh, somebody decent. Maybe it was like uh, Missouri State, but they weren't, they weren't great, whoever it was. And then um, Texas State, number 19 team in the country, takes down the Bears 10 to 3. Aaron, it would not shock me. If next Monday or whenever they put out these rankings, the D1 baseball rankings, that that particular team 
moves up from 19 to about 14 or 15. All right, Texas State. So uh, really interesting to see who plays great college baseball. We talked about it. Rice has played great baseball in the past. Because of its sort of non-revenue type status and because of the scholarship rules, you only get like eight scholarships. Everybody's got to basically share in baseball. It does create more parity in the game, uh, except where they just they pay some big money sometimes, I've noticed, in some of those SEC schools. And I don't know if it's scholarship money. I'm just saying, I, I noticed, Aaron, the other day that Arkansas now has a $28 million uh, developmental uh, area, a developmental building or whatever you want to call it, a space for, and, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, we used to see most great young high school players, if they got drafted into the majors, a lot of them were going to do that. Now, I, I think it's it's more of a, if, you, if you're a top-ranked high school kid, yeah, if you're like number one overall, you're going to go straight to the majors. But as you get into the middle of that round, it's different. And uh, the middle of the first round, second round, third round, a lot of these guys end up going to college, and they get some more of that maturity. And part of it, Aaron, is some of these schools are spending insane amounts of money. And you go, well, Matt, it's a non-revenue sport. Well, for whatever reason, Arkansas has decided this is a very important sport for us. And, and they have poured some money into it. And I think, Aaron, last I looked, that Arkansas, what do they call that place? Um, whatever, the, uh, whatever the stadium is called, the ballpark in Fayetteville. Aaron, you care to guess how many fans the Arkansas, this is SEC baseball, how many fans do you think that ballpark holds? 1,200. 12,000. <laughs> I was just a zero well, off. <laughs> I don't know why you're guessing like a tidy little uh, Juco. Um, no, it's, it's big. It's big. So they've got plenty of room. Let's get out there, support the Bears. It's going to be beautiful weather tonight, for instance. Um, it's... Aaron, have you looked at the weather, uh, Central Texas weather? Have you, can you step into the weather, your weather room or just go to weather.com? I would say last I looked, it was about 74 degrees. No humidity. Beautiful little breeze. I mean, it's not muggy out there. It's nice, and it's like real springy, and we don't get that that often. Get out there and watch these bears tonight, 630 versus the Jayhawks. This is a very important series uh bears sitting at two and seven in conference aaron if you get this thing to five and seven you can kind of start you know seeing the light at the end of the tunnel then you start trying to win some series i don't want to put too much pressure on them but this feels like a kind of almost a must sweep type situation now if you win two out of three that's okay it's not the end of the world but this feels like Get out there and get a sweep. Aaron, give me the give me the uh, temperature, please. It is 78, and Whoa. around the time of first pitch, it will be about 77 degrees cooling mm-hmm. off during the game to about 67 with a light wow. breeze. So, seriously, just perfect baseball weather. 
I may be out there. I may be out there, be kind of a bleacher bum, sit out there and uh, and have some fun. And we'll, uh, we will see. Apparently, there have been some pretty good crowds out there. And uh, Aaron, I did see, too, the um, – uh, the Baylor women, uh, the Baylor women's basketball program had their big banquet last night. And uh, so I thought that was cool. And the Melissa Jones Courage, like Hustle and Courage Award went to none other than Caitlin Bickle. Caitlin Bickle wins that one and uh, looked like a nice gathering, kind of an intimate gathering out there. Everybody was all dressed up. And uh, it was a it, it was a nice it was some nice awards that were given. Aaron's still hoping to visit with Coach Nikki Collin at some point. Kind of our postseason wrap up. Aaron, how long ago did the season end now? But would you say it's been about three weeks, four weeks? How long's it been? Yeah, yeah, about okay. Four weeks. I mean, at some point, do you wait long enough where it's not really a postseason wrap up? It's kind <laughs> of a it's kind of a look forward. To the next season, I don't know. I mean, we had Nikki on every single week during the season, and she was great. Boy, she, we had great conversations. So, hoping to hear from Nikki at some point. That'll be fun. Big news on the football front uh, uh, today. We got some folks talking. All the offensive linemen, selective offensive linemen, are going to be available, as well as Mateos, Coach Mateos. Aaron, I can already tell you, whatever that famous. And maybe Tom's going to be out there or Garrett on our behalf. But if they're, if in case they are not, the uh, that famous little uh, oh the the portal that you go into to get those interviews, I would love to hear from Coach Mateos. But I, I I like him. I like his style. I like the way after every game he takes a picture with his wife down on the field. His newlywed. They they have not been married. Maybe they're coming up on their year anniversary. But I really like that Eric Mateos. So, Aaron, so I don't call you at the last second tomorrow. I just wanted to say, um, I think today he's being interviewed. So let's get some Mateos for Good Friday, some Good Friday radio. And uh, we will, uh, tomorrow we have to check out a little early. We'll probably be off the air at about 439 or 440 because we're going to be getting you ready for Baylor baseball. All right, anything else going on, Aaron? Oh, a couple things Baylor-wise that, that caught my eye. The Baylor women's golf, they've cracked the top 15. There's a couple of these different places that do the top 20, top 25 of college women's golf. And reflective of that great tournament they just had, you know, we had uh, the coach on just the other day. Jay came on with us. And they are now number 14 in the country. I would, after watching what they did to that field, and there are a lot of uh, Big 12 teams in there, I think – what Texas may have been in there, Oklahoma State. I'm trying to remember who all I saw that was in there, but lots of Big 12 teams were in that Bruzzy Challenge that took place up in the Fort Worth area, and Baylor lapped the field, basically. Won the tournament by about 11 or 12 strokes, and uh, so they have climbed up to number 14 in the country. And then, Aaron, the equestrian folks, you love a good horse, and um, – um, and, and we got some good horses, got a good stable out there, a good stable environment for our equestrian team. And Aaron, they were, they had a big thing coming up today. In fact, I saw kind of a, it's interesting. I don't know what a hype video would look like for some folks uh, that are going to get on a horse and jump some things, but this was kind of nice. And, and I always thought maybe the equestrian girls were pretty, 
quiet and reserved because they, you know, you kind of have to, you can't spook the horses. And yet this video, Aaron, that I saw, man, they were, they were loud and proud. And, and I like that. I like the enthusiasm. So lots going on in the Baylor family today. Uh, we're going to get you ready for this Utah Dallas Mavericks series. We got a lot of uh, in, uh, NBA types that uh, listen to us, and I'm an NBA type. I love it. Aaron loves it, and uh, we're we're waiting to see. Oh, we we're waiting to see. Oh, we do have. Okay, good. Aaron, I thought for a second you texted me. I thought I thought suddenly we had our guest on the line already. Oh, no. You're just telling me we had a picture of him. <laughs> um, and I just saw that. I'm like, oh gosh, he's an hour early. Okay, five o'clock today. Andy Larson from uh, he, now he writes for the Salt Lake Tribune, and he's a great beat writer for the Utah Jazz. And I always like reading Andy. Uh, he's to me one of the best beat writers in the country, bar none. I'm talking about any team, any sport, because Andy has a mind for analytics, so Aaron likes all that stuff, but also has a great feel for kind of how to lead people through all these really cool stories and uh, personalities. And I happen, for reasons you don't need to, well, partially it has to do with Baylor, um, I happen to be a big fan of the Jazz. They have had Baylor players on the Jazz in the past, and and they also well now they have two used to have three well they would have had three but um, I Quinn Snyder the coach of the Jazz I love Quinn Snyder so two of my favorite teams are facing off in this first round the Mavericks and the Jazz and Aaron that leads me to my next point let's do some uh, let's do a little bit of uh, Schmaltz's trivia question involving this Utah Jazz Dallas Mavericks matchup. All right, um, I want to make it relatively easy. Uh, a couple of years ago, the, the Utah Jazz, they have for a long time had a uh, player named Royce O'Neal. He's a starter for them, really good defensive player, decent three-point shooter. But we didn't. when he was at Baylor, he was a very nice player, and he was on a team that made it to the Sweet 16. I don't think, maybe Elite was he on that Elite Eight team? Somebody will text me in. I, I, at least Sweet 16. And I, he kind of bounced around, maybe played some European ball, and somehow ends up on the Utah Jazz, and he's been great for them. He started for several years. And then, of course, Jared Butler was drafted by them in the second round, and he is now part of the Utah Jazz, the man who helped lead Baylor to a national championship team, our national uh, championship. Okay, here's the trivia question. Who was the ba- former Baylor player that spent a couple of years on the Jazz, not named Royce O'Neal, and not named Jared Butler? And I'll let you know this. I'll give you a little hint. When he was drafted into the NBA, he was the sixth overall draft pick. He was a first-round pick, and I believe, let me think, let me think, that probably would be Scott Drew's highest draft pick ever of the of the Drew era. I'm trying to think of all the good players that have come through, but I think this player would have been the highest picked, the highest uh, pick uh, for the Bears, and honestly, probably in Baylor history. I'm trying to think back on some of the Baylor players, not Vinny, not Terry, 
So, yeah, I think this was the highest draft pick in Baylor history, and he played at least two seasons for the Utah Jazz. You win two free sandwiches if you text in the correct answer to 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. Even if you just get his last name right, we'll give you credit. First answer wins. We will announce the winner uh, next on the Matt Mosley Show. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in pretty quiet conditions. Lows fall to 54 degrees. Tomorrow the clouds increase early and then we'll see a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a breezy afternoon with a high of 85. And on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be humid with a 20% chance of rain late and a high of 91. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball has a series starting tonight with Kansas at Baylor Ballpark, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of Easter weekend. Tonight, 6:30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA play-in games last night, saw Atlanta beat Charlotte 132 to 103, and New Orleans beat San Antonio 113 to 103. That sets up Atlanta and Cleveland and New Orleans and the LA Clippers tomorrow night. Las Vegas Raiders have extended Derek Carr's contract with a three-year $125 million contract with a no-trade clause in effect. Jerry Jones had a big announcement yesterday in an offseason that looks like a fail for most Cowboy fans. It was cryptocurrency. Turned out to be a huge disappointment to Cowboy fans. Texas Rangers host the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. One of our favorite guests over the years and a man who, well, he was on campus and then suddenly he was gone. And uh, I've missed him and I, uh, I, you know, I just, I try, I try to kind of track and see what he's up to these days. I see him on social media. It is the head coach of Kansas State, Jerome Tang. Jerome, I still, I'm having a hard time saying that because, we like we loved claiming you for all those years, but uh, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Man, Matt, it is an honor to be on with you as the head coach of Kansas State, and I get goosebumps every time I say it, and hearing you say it was a great thing, and so I, I'm just fired up to be on here with you. <laughs> well, it's fun. I've been following. I now follow all these beat writers that I never even thought about in the past. Kellis, somebody. Robinette, I believe, is his name. I've been following him to kind of keep up with you and see how things are going. Uh, and um, I've even had to look up this EMAW thing that you always put in your social media, E-M-A-W. And, and I'm like, what is this that uh, what is this that Jerome keeps talking about? But it's every man a wildcat. Now, Jerome, you had man to. Man a wildcat. <laughs> now, what? What? Where did that? Uh, when did that start? What's the origination of Emall, which is a big rallying cry among Kansas State fans? Man, I I, I don't know the history of it. <laughs> I just know that I, I fell in love with it, right? And uh, I, I remember when uh, Coach Alvin Brooks was at K State. Uh, he would always post it on his Twitter, and and then I would see recruits like add it to their their tweets, and it would used to bother me and. Like, man, what is this EMOT thing? And I remember asking him, and he told me what it was. And I was like, man, that is so cool. And so I'm, I'm excited that I get to put it on my Twitter. I get to say it. Uh, gives me goosebumps every time I say it. All right. Now, your speech, your intro uh, speech went viral. I mean, that was some good. You kind of tapped back into your, your ministerial days. And, uh, and that story you told about Scott and uh, – and how much that meant to you, and I know it, it said a lot about Scott and a lot about y'all's friendship over the years, but uh, Jerome, I mean, that was, uh, even for you, I mean, you knew everybody was watching that thing, and but but were you a little bit uh, bowled over by by how uh, that thing sort of took over all of Twitter for a while? Yeah, I, I've been bowled over by the reception I've gotten here in Manhattan. Uh, I knew that we had terrific fans here. I'd heard stories about how passionate they were um, but the stories pale in comparison to how 
kind, warm, loving, um, with open arms I've been received, the, the passion that I can feel from the fans about uh, this basketball program and this university. And, uh, you know, it just makes me and the staff want to work even harder to bring a winner to Manhattan, Kansas. Are you as the head coach at Kansas State? Jerome Tang joining us on the Matt Mosley ESPN Central Texas. Uh, can you congratulate uh, Kansas? Now, if you were at Baylor, you would have been congratulating and saying, way to go Big 12, way to go Kansas. You saw Scott doing that. But now that is your arch rival, and you know these fan bases cannot stand each other. Uh, how did you handle that in the aftermath of the, uh, of the Jayhawks winning the national title? Um, well, I didn't give a public congratulations because uh, I was trying to stay in the good graces of our fans. Um, I did uh, send Coach Self a congratulations, and then I saw Coach Snyder uh, tweet something that congratulated the Jayhawks, and you know, just because they represent the state of Kansas, also, and um, so that was pretty cool that Coach Snyder did it. But you know, he's he's done enough winning and has buildings around here named after him, so he. He can afford to do that, <laughs> but but like I said in some of my interviews, you know, it, it's not a bad thing that there's a team in the Big 12 that's won a national championship. In fact, now two in the last two years because the rise, rising tide raises all ships, and the reason why the SEC football is so good is because Alabama's so good and everybody's trying to compete with them, and now Georgia's moved the way up, and there'll be other programs, and kids want to play against the best, and so – we will get the best basketball players in America in this conference competing for a Big 12 championship. And if you can win a Big 12 championship, you can win a national championship. How, how do you do that going from – you're a great recruiter, but you've been recruiting all these kids to Baylor. I know some of them. Uh, one of them, you know, is a kid that uh, I watch play a whole lot. How, that's got to be an interesting thing, uh, Jerome, because you create wonderful relationships with these families and these players do you immediately, you know, start, hey, now I'm at Kansas State. Won't you come on to Manhattan? How do you kind of how, – how, uh, how do you transition like that when you've been talking to them about Baylor, some of these kids, for two, three, four years, and then one day you're suddenly the, the head coach at Kansas State? Does it, does it happen pretty easily for you? Yeah, it is pretty easy because it's all about relationships, and uh, kids came – uh, to Waco, Texas, to play at uh, Baylor University for Scott Drew and our staff and the relationships that they had with us. And now uh, some of those kids are uh, going to want to come to Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, play for Kansas State because of the relationships they have with myself and our staff. And uh, people people attract people, not buildings. Yeah, well, it'll be uh, it's going to be fun to watch you put it together. Now, uh, when you take over a new program, uh, there's always going to be movement, and you you've seen it with other programs. We've seen it with Kansas State. H how has that been? Because you're obviously going to have to look at at the portal, but you also got some players that are staying with you, and 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 obviously you want to do right by them. I, that has to be. Um, you talk about hitting the ground running. I, I think I saw today. There, there were a ton, of, a wave of new players who've hit the portal. How do you, how do you kind of monitor and and do all that? Because it, it it's, uh, I would say there's a lot that goes into that, and you got to make some fairly quick and decisive decisions. Well, um, you know, I want kids, young men, 
at Kansas State that want and deserve to be at Kansas State, whether they were already here or there's some that are going to come in. And so I believe that the ones that deserve and want to be here are here right now. And then there are some who are on their way and we'll, we'll find the ones that fit what we're about and we'll represent this university, this basketball program um, in the right way and can compete at a very high level because our fan base deserves the best players. Yeah. And, and so far uh, I'm sure Kansas state fans would kind of love to hear, are you, uh, are you, are are the are the families and the players, uh, Jerome, really receptive? There's some great history there at Kansas State. It's a wonderful part of the world for basketball. What has been? You've got a great reception from the Kansas State people, but what are the 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 high school coaches and the AAU coaches? What's been your what's kind of the feedback you're getting from them? You know, um, I, what I hear is that it's. Uh, congratulations on the job, well-deserved, long overdue. And uh, so people are very happy that I've gotten an opportunity. Um, I always say that God does everything in the right time, and so it's the right time in the right place. And now it's just about getting the young men and their families excited about what we're, what we're doing here and what we're going to continue doing in the future. But um, I've been humbled by the reception that I've gotten from the players and their parents. All right, uh, talking to Jerome Tang, the Kansas State basketball coach. Uh, coach, what are you uh, uh, with the with the draft and looking ahead to all that? Uh, you saw Kendall made his announcement that he's going to leave. Sohan has not said anything uh, yet. You would think he probably would make that decision. Um, it's got to be a, a lot of pride, and I would I would think when you're recruiting, um, I, I would think though you know Jer- the Jared Butlers, the Davion Mitchells of the world. Uh, how much? How often do those guys' names come up when you're uh, when when you're when you're doing this recruiting at Kansas State? Oh man, their ears must be burning. I mentioned their name so much, and uh, first of all, <laughs> let me congratulate uh, Kendall Brown. Uh, what a terrific young man! Uh, did everything the right way. Was an outstanding student, outstanding citizen, and um, what, what a great job the staff at Baylor did. Um, we, we did with that guy, you know, he was projected a lottery pick, uh, coming out of high school and he's going to be a lottery pick. He was, had a great impact in the big 12 and got better every single day. And, uh, just was a joy to be around. And, you know, uh, Jeremy, the same way, um, he wasn't projected as high, but we did such a great job with him that, that he has the option to leave and be a first round draft pick or the option to come back and be a lottery pick. And so, I mean, for any young man who's out there uh, that says, man, I want a chance to, you know, to, to have a great freshman year and then have choices on whether to leave or stay, um, you know, the, the job that uh, we did as a staff at Baylor and that we're going to do as a staff here at K-State uh, gives them more options to pick from. And so, and, and just the, the tremendous job that Davion and Jared are doing in the NBA right now, the way what we taught at Baylor translates to success in the NBA and and it's the same things we're going to teach here at K-State and will translate to success in the NBA so if you're a guard out there and you want to play in a system that allows you to you know to make plays and play off of ball screens and prepare yourself for the next level then you know you've got two great options in Kansas State and Baylor University. Yeah, I would say so, and uh, but sadly, you're only focused on uh, Kansas State now. I, I, I was curious, uh, Jerome, 
that your your coaches that you brought in, Coach Dowling is someone who'd become a, a huge part of what uh, North Texas has been doing, uh, and then the coach from Texas. Uh, it, it, I remember you paying particular attention to UNT games. Now, part of that is you and Grant have a longstanding friendship and coach together, but I, and I'm sure there are other th- reasons you were watching that staff and watching that team. What um, what was it about Coach Dowling that uh, that uh, made you want to go make that hire, make him one of your first hires? Well, Coach Dowling and I coached the U.S. Virgin Islands team together for the last 12 mm-hmm. years, and uh, I actually performed his wedding in his house uh, married him and his wife, Sierra, on Halloween night. And he picked Halloween night because it's supposed to be the scariest day in America, and it was the scariest day of his life getting married. <laughs> so he'll never forget his, he'll never forget his anniversary. And, but he is just a terrific communicator. Uh, he's a, a great connector, uh, just a, 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 an unbelievable basketball mind on how he communicates with guys and gets them to understand what we want to do. And um, he's uh, had a terrific career as an assistant, and I look forward to helping him expand and grow. And uh, he's the he's the head coach of the Virgin Islands team. I'm actually the assistant to him every year. And I, I just take joy in, in helping him grow. And now um, he's going to take joy in us working together every day, living life together every day, and, and bringing a, a championship here to Kansas State. As for Coach uh, Malagy, uh, you know, I've known Coach Malagy since he was 18 years old. And uh, I was uh, at his wedding when he got married. I was at his baptism when he got baptized. And so, you know, we, we've, we've lived life together apart for 20 years, and now we get to live life together every day. And he's my associate head coach, and he's going to be a terrific head coach because he's got a great basketball mind. And he's another excellent communicator who just loves young men and has a great uh, eye for talent. And he's a terrific player developer. And so I, I'm I'm blessed to have those two guys on staff. All right, uh, Jerome Tang joining us. I'm watching this portal closely, Jerome. And so can you can you tip me off? Will there be like some exciting news, perhaps? Over, over, you know, Good Friday, this is a very important religious holiday uh, coming up this weekend for Christians all across the country. Uh, any, any big news you can kind of tease a little bit to us? <laughs> well, you know, I, we are going to celebrate Resurrection Sunday together here uh, in Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, I, I'm hoping that uh, we'll have some good news for our fans to celebrate along with the fact that mm. Jesus is risen. Oh, I like that. And uh, have you found any Baptist in in Manhattan? Uh, are there any Baptist churches there? Well, you know, I, I just want a church that uh, that preaches the Word of God and uh, loves Jesus and has good music. So I haven't had a chance to go to church yet in Manhattan, Kansas. But uh, I tell you, there are there are three things that I know about Manhattan, Kansas. Um, they have great realtors because all of them have reached out. Uh, they have a terrific, terrific bankers, lots of bankers, because they've all reached out. And they've got great pastors, because a whole bunch of them have reached out. So I'm looking forward to meeting some of them and, you know, getting settled and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that, that's been fun to, to recognize uh, how, how aggressive uh, those, those three uh, <laughs> professions are here in Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's the that's the only thing about becoming the head coach. They put your uh, at a state school. They put that salary right out there in print, and so it's not real hard for those folks to put two and two together and go, man, this guy makes some pretty good money. We might ought to we might ought to reach out to him. But uh, by the way, any uh, you got to check those restaurants out, uh, and uh, you are a connoisseur, and you're uh, uh, you know I don't you probably hadn't any time to to make anything recently, but uh, the uh, hopefully Manhattan has the kind of uh, cuisine that you've become accustomed to in Waco, Texas. Oh, no, they, they have some really good restaurants. I've tried a few and uh, looking forward to trying some more. I know I haven't done any cooking, but, uh, you know, I, I think we have an auction coming up on the 23rd. And uh, Ray and I are going to be part of the auction that uh, we get to have dinner with some couples. And, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe we'll just all cook together or something and, and just have a great time. So um, looking forward to that. And it's I don't think it's limited to only uh, K-State fans, so if some of the fans are fans in Texas, wherever you're at and you want to bid on those au- on that, those auction items, it's the 23rd, and uh, and you can, maybe you can bid online. Let, let, let's, let's, let's raise some mm. money here at K-State. Wow, I don't want to be helping you raise too much money, but last thing I had for you, uh, <laughs> Co- Coach, um, Coach Jacus and Coach Brooks, who you've already mentioned, AB3, um, you can kid them about the fact that it took two of them to replace you, but, uh, what, uh, <laughs> what did, uh, were you, were you excited for those guys and, uh, and, and how do you think they'll do in, in some, uh, maybe new expanded roles? Oh man, let me tell you, those two guys, the two of the best human beings in the entire world. Uh, they're two of the most brilliant basketball minds that I think I'll ever be around. They're some of the best communicators, and they they absolutely love people. And I, I was so blessed to live life with those guys. I was so blessed to be around them. They enhanced my life. They made me a better man, a better coach, a better father, a better husband. And um, I couldn't be happier for them. They are both uh, future head coaches, and if you're a power five school out there that's going to need a head coach at the end of the year. Both of those guys can lead your program to championships because they're championship men, they're championship husbands, they're championship fathers, and uh, they're exactly the kind of guys that I would want my son to play for to be around. Well, I uh, concur, and I think those are great words, and y'all had a wonderful spirit about that. Uh, and, and, again, they'll be rooting for you like crazy except those two games every year, uh, every season. But, uh, Jerome, we're very happy for you and uh, excited. Really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Have a happy Easter as we get ready to celebrate such an important day. And, uh, yeah, show, go to church on Easter, okay? Uh, that's, uh, that, would be a good, that would be a good day to go to church on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, man. You bet. There he goes. Hey, Matt, oh. Matt, Matt, I have to close any, every interview. I have to learn to close every interview with a go catch. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> we're losing you right now. We can't. I'm sorry. We missed that last thing. Uh, <laughs> okay. Take care, buddy. Okay. Bye, Jerome. There he goes. Jerome Tang, the uh, head coach at Kansas State. Can you believe it? He, we knew we'd lose him someday. Didn't know it would be a conference rival of all things, but uh, Jerome Tang has uh, has moved on to Kansas State in Manhattan, Kansas, the Little Apple. Uh, okay, next we have something called Campus Confidential. 
Glenn Moore and Baylor Bears softball on 101.3 FM. The Bears home for a pair of games this weekend at Getterman Stadium against Sam Houston State. Games Friday at 6.30 and Saturday at 2 for the Bears and the Bearcats from Getterman Stadium. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. 
DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Warren Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor Baseball has a series starting tonight with Kansas at Baylor Ballpark, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of Easter weekend. Tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA play-in games last night, saw Atlanta beat Charlotte 132-103, and New Orleans beat San Antonio 113-103. That sets up Atlanta and Cleveland and New Orleans and the LA Clippers tomorrow night. Las Vegas Raiders have extended their Carr's contract with a three-year $125 million contract with a no-trade clause in effect. Jerry Jones had a big announcement yesterday in an offseason that looks like a fail for most Cowboy fans. It was cryptocurrency. Turned out to be a huge disappointment to Cowboy fans. Texas Rangers host the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, pleased to be with you. Great to visit with Jerome Tang, now the head coach at Kansas State. He had a lot to say, lots of interesting things along the way, and uh, just admire the guy and very, very happy for him. And... uh, Aaron, you know, right as he was leaving town, I got a little cranky with him, but I just feel like that was fun, okay? All is right with the world, and and Jerome Tank. Now, what I forgot to ask him, Aaron, is his son going to go in the portal? His son is a student at Baylor. But the family, of course, that, that are still in high school and everything, they'll all be heading out to Manhattan with Jerome, I would assume. So I don't know what this means for uh, Baylor student seven. I, I mean, I hope he gets to stay at Baylor. All right, it's, um, it is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron Sexton has been gathering stories, gathering analysis on some of the top stories in college football and college basketball and college athletics in general. Aaron, what do you have on your mind today? We'll start with college basketball. One of the top scorers in the history of college basketball entered the transfer portal. Detroit guard Antoine Davis announced today that he will be <laughs> entering the portal. He is the son of current Detroit head coach Mike Davis. He's been uh, an elite scorer during his four years with the Titans. He's averaged 24.6 points over four seasons, ranking in the top fives nationally all four seasons in scoring at Detroit. He was third in the country last season. He was the co-Horizon League Player of the Year last year and was the first player in league history to earn first-team All-Horizon honors four times. He ranks 22nd all-time in career points entering the season if he continues at his four-year pace as a super senior next year. Wherever he ends up, he will end up with more than 3,400 career points, which would rank him number two all-time behind LSU legend Pete Maravich. Yeah, I always like when things like this happen because then all the people who cover college basketball here and they sort of act like, oh, yeah, we we know all about this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Antoine Davis, man, he's great. Now, I I don't know much about him, uh, but that is pretty amazing. You can fill it up. <laughs> 24 and a half points a game. This past season, he finished third in the nation in scoring. With 23.9 per, per game. Wow. So over his entire, I think that's what you just said, but I was just, it was just, I was just uh, thinking about it. I mean, 
Think about that. Over four seasons, he averaged like close to 25 points a game. Yeah. That is like, no matter what league you're in, that's pretty crazy. He was named the Lou Henson, WS, WBA All District V, all these Cosita uh, America, academic All America teams, a good, good, good in the classroom as well. And he passed Rashad Phillips to become UDM's all time leading scorer. He departs the school with 2,700. 2,734 career points. Um, any, Aaron, a lot of times when these things are announced, you'll quickly find out, like, who all's reaching out and who's interested. Do we have any, do we have a list of schools yet that are trying to get Antoine Davis? I don't, but I, uh, the ESPN article didn't list any schools, but I have a couple of sites that I can check. Oh yeah. no! You you keep going. I'll no, look no, at I, it. I meant like yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you mean like in the co- yeah in the coming yeah, like, hours? Yeah, like uh, during the break. But yeah. um, no, <laughs> okay. they didn't announce uh, any. Schools. I thought you were gonna. I thought yeah, you were gonna yeah. bell out of the Hold segment. Hold on just a second. Start, I just just talk. <laughs> start doing some research. I mean, I got no problem talking, but I didn't want you pulling the ripcord on me no. uh, to find out Davis's schools. The one guy that really loves to portal. Let me see here. Wait, did just so I got this right? Did Jerome Tang kind of? tease that k-state may have like a big announcement over kind of the resurrection sunday the easter break is that is that kind of now of course i kind of tried to draw that out of him but did he did he kind of hint that something big was coming down the pike for uh for k-state uh, you know i didn't expect him to really to, i expected him obviously to answer it but i didn't think he would it would be anything like substantive and uh, he kind of made it sound like, yeah, maybe. I, th- I think I kind of picked up the same thing you did. So maybe an announcement coming. Oh, man. Um, Not only did I use the word substantive, I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty we'll impressed with myself tape. right now. We'll have to go to the tape on that. <laughs> I'd like to slow that down and make sure that's actually true. The top 20, 75 college basketball transfers i wonder where this this kid will end up on the list you know goodman has a oh here's goodman hawking uh scott's new book boy the goodman jeff goodman golly he might as well just move to waco i have never seen a man just make himself more <laughs> at home all right uh Aaron, what else do we have in campus confidential pittsburgh and west virginia who will renew their rivalry for a four season run beginning this year have added four additional games to the Backyard Brawl series beginning in 2029, the schools announced. That the current home-and-home agreement spans this season through the 2025 season with Pitt hosting this year and in 2024. Following a three-year break, the Panthers and Mountaineers will meet each season from 2029 to 2032. Pitt will host the initial game in 2031. The Backyard Brawl is one of college football's oldest rivalry the inaugural game was played in 1895, 104 all-time meetings between the school teams. Uh, between the two teams, Pittsburgh leads the series 61, 40, and 3. Okay. Um, very interesting on that front. I, Aaron, are you, were you going to bring up this FIP thing today at all? Didn't see it. Oh, I, no, I thought that's what you said to me. The crazy, uh, the, the, thing, the, the funny thing you said about Texas. I thought that's what that was. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, no, I have. 
I sent it to you, and I meant to print it off. That's okay. Let me just, I'll bring it up myself. Okay. The, um, there, there was one thing that came out in some of that, the ESPN FIP, and what they did was they came up with the most likely scenarios for, um, like, the college football playoff. Like, you know, it's 25%. This is going to be a scenario. Basically, the percentage that it would be these four teams. And the four teams would be about what you would think. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson was involved in a couple of these uh, these pairings. And then, like the third or fourth likeliest combination of the four schools included University of Texas. And I thought, what in the world? I mean, they went five and seven last year. I know they've got some talent. And Quinn Ewers may end up being a really good quarterback. I'm not, I'm not opposed to thinking that Texas could get up to eight or nine wins, but to be in the final four seems a little out there. And and then I looked, Aaron, it was like the fourth likeliest and the fifth likeliest to end up in the final four in the college football playoff. It, both of those scenarios involve the University of Texas. It's just... And I, and, and it, I thought, to, you know, what everybody thinks. Well, they have that Longhorn Network, which is an ESPN thing. I mean, what in the world would cause any computer or anything to spit that out that Texas? And what I liked about it is I started looking at some of the comments on Twitter, and even the Texas fans were laughing about it. They're like, why in the world would you have us in any of these scenarios? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the whole top ten list was ridiculous once you got past the top four. They had Auburn at number ten. Anybody think and didn't have A&M or Baylor on the list, anybody that thinks that Auburn's going to be better than Texas A&M or Baylor next week, uh, hit me up on the CNC Collision text line because I want to know, uh, you know, what you're up to today besides day day drinking. (laughs) I thought you were asking me for a second. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't done any of that unless you count (laughs) copious amounts of coffee. Although, boy, today, if you were persuaded to do that, and Aaron, you and I are not really, but um, what a patio day it is. Aaron says it's going to be 77 at first pitch tonight, 630, out to Kansas versus Baylor. And then um, and then we're looking at maybe it's going to get down to 67 by the end of the game, which will be about 830 or 9, probably about 9 o'clock. It'll be about 67 degrees. What a beautiful night to go out to the ballpark and uh, take part in all of that. All right, Aaron, what else did you have? I'm sorry, I kind of derailed you a little bit. What, what else no, do you have? No, you're good. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I did mean to talk about that. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame to become LSU's head coach, but he cannot stop talking about Notre Dame. He is the program's all-time win leader with 113. Had a chance to be at South Bend until he retired, but according to an article by Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger, friend of the show who's been on a couple of times, he said there was the – one big reason why he left Notre Dame, quote, it was because they, he thinks LSU gives him a better chance to win a national championship. He said, I quote, I never went into the office saying we can't win a title. I went into the office every day looking for every reason we could. But part of the lure of this job is there are many more avenues towards that. There are not as many paths at Notre Dame. I'm not trying to skirt the answer as much as I really believed. For me, it wasn't I'm done here. So... Months after <laughs> leaving L- leaving Notre Dame in the middle of the night, taking the LSU job, he is still talking about Notre Dame. 
uh, basically in some previous interviews, he said, to paraphrase, everything that everything good that happened under his watch at Notre Dame was because of him. Everything bad that happened was because, well, you can't win at Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, because they don't have fan support or money at Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's impossible to win at South Bend. All right, nobody's buying that. I did think it was funny that the former LSU coach, uh, <laughs> the man who's called in, we've had the fake Orgeron on in the past, Ed Orgeron showed up to visit with the Notre Dame team and had some words. This is going to be a funny back and forth. I think also in the story, Aaron, he uh, addressed some of his dance moves, some of the, some of the weirdness. <laughs> and he also talked about, you know, the, the, the infamous video where it sounded like he was kind of trying to talk like a Cajun or talk with a southern accent when he was talking to the LSU people. As you'll recall, Aaron, he said something about family, family. I mean, just, he said it in a very southern, and anybody that's ever heard Brian Kelly talk, he does not sound like he's from the south. So I thought that there was, was also that cringy dancing video with the guy that didn't even yeah. end up going to LSU. It was... Yeah, the only thing I've seen similar is that weird thing Gary's doing, throwing up the hook'em horns. Coaches should not bend down. If you're in your 50s or early 60s, you don't need to be, like, crouching in a weird fashion. I mean, it just – I don't even think it looks good for people that are, like, in great shape to be crouching down, doing weird things. And for some reason, there's some of this crouch dancing that that – or whatever you want to call that. I mean, you just don't need to be doing that. It looks very, very weird, and it looks very creepy when you're doing that with like a, you know, 18-year-old kid, and you're just kind of creeping around him. Stop acting like fools out there. All right, Aaron, anything else you wanted to cover? No, we better get to the break. We've got a, we've ooh, got a big guest coming up. Ooh, big time. Big time. Andy Larson, big time Utah Jazz beat writer, joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. My credit score has improved a lot, so now I qualify for a better rate. Refinancing my car will lower my payments and save me money. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley, and uh, happy to be joined by Andy Larson on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Andy, great to have you back. And, uh, boy, this is the last time we were doing this. I think it was, uh, oh, they were all uh, sequestered. Um, and in the bubble, NBA bubble, glad all the fans are back now. We're having a good time. And Utah and you are coming to Dallas. And uh, this is going to be a fascinating series. Andy, you would have thought before this series that Utah could be in some trouble here, the way you know things ended. But now this Luka thing has thrown doubt into the uh, series. Have you ever done – more like oppo research on an injury than you have for Luka Doncic. Absolutely not. You know, like I've talked to multiple doctors, even around Salt Lake, just about like calf strains and the kind of like fancy advanced equipment that NBA teams might have and kind of dealing with those calf strains and so on. But no. Um, and, you know, I think rightfully so, because this is, I think, probably determines the series. Like I do think like if Luka's healthy, the Mavs should probably be favored based on their regular season performance. And if not, you know, I think it's hard to say that they, the Mavs have as much talent as the Jazz do. You know, the Jazz really might have the three best players on the floor if, if Luka's not out there. Yeah, and, you know, you can't – you could try to rest him two games and see if you get a split, but if you get in O two, 2 and then you try to – you know, it, it even puts more and more pressure on Luka, and uh, it, it's uh, it's going to be fascinating uh, to watch. What are the Jazz players? I'm, I'm I'm sure they're trying just to focus on themselves. How much do you think, as far as Quinn getting his plan together, approaching this series? Um, I, and I know they're being asked about it because I'm sure you've asked them about Luka. How how are they sort of separating their getting ready for the series and then all the stuff swirling with one of the best players in the NBA? You know, they, they send, like, look, regardless if Luka plays or not, they have to prepare against the Mavs having Luka on court or not. You know, they, they have to prepare against those bench lineups as well. And, 
you know, they say the Mavs kind of want to play a similar way with and without Luca. You know, some of the plays that they run are, are identical. Um, some of them, you know, they're, they're going to defend in the same way with or without Luca. It is kind of just Luca is so effective in, in pick and roll and as an individual scorer that, um, you know, you have to do some special things against him. But in terms of kind of the, the basics of what the Mavs do, um, you know, I, I think a lot of it is kind of the same either way. And so that's kind of what they've been telling us over the last week. And then, yeah, you know, honestly, because, because of how the Jazz ended the season, they're using this week as kind of a get-right week and to, you know, get better at some of their, what they call absolutes, the transition defense, the ball movement, what we call the, the blender offense, where, you know, the Jazz are kind of moving the ball around the perimeter and getting open threes and open layups and dunks. So I, I think that has been a, a large focus of this week, too, is just like, hey, let's get right, let's figure out our fourth-quarter offense a little bit and that way, you know, they, you know, if the Jazz want to go far in this playoffs, even if beyond this first round series, then they'll obviously have to be playing their best. And, um, you know, I, I think that's that's not where we, what we've seen from the Jazz over the last month or so. Utah Jazz and NBA beat writers from the Salt Lake uh, Tribune, Andy Larson, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. That's an interesting phrase, fourth quarter offense, because you kind of think, well, the offense is the offense, but obviously something hasn't been working. Um, Andy, is this is something that at this point, do you feel like it's kind of in their head? It almost seems like a, a mental thing. When, when, and you do a great job of breaking these things down. Do you see like real obvious things in fourth quarters in a lot of these? Uh, is the common denominator the balls sticking? Is there a lot of iso ball? Like what's the what's the biggest thing that that you feel like's going haywire to allow teams to to come back and and beat the Jazz? Yeah, you know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It is they, they're slowing the offense down, and and you do see the game slow down a little bit in the last five minutes, but. The Jazz kind of walk the ball up the court. And instead of maybe trying pick and roll with Rudy Gobert twice or three times if it doesn't work, really kind of they only have time for one. And then you are kind of looking at a lot of Donovan Mitchell isolation possessions. And um, he has not been efficient at that this year. And, and so I think you do see kind of some, some bad shots as he tries to force some of those shots up. Um, some turnovers if he is trying to make those plays late in the shot clock. And as a result, you know, you see kind of teams running the other way, getting these these, you know, kind of really easy transition baskets. And um, I do think part of it is mental. You know, I think you do start to see, you know, I've seen this team lose three 16-point fourth-quarter leads in the last seven games and uh, against the Warriors, against the Clippers, and against the Suns. And what I've seen every time is, you know, they get that lead and the team goes on, you know, even the smallest of a run, a 4-0 run against them, that lead goes down to 12 or 10. And they just looked cooked. They looked defeated. They looked nervous. They looked slow. They looked hesitant. They looked like they know what's going to happen. And meanwhile, the other team is aware of Utah's reputation and says, you know, hey, if we can get even just a little bit of a of a hold in this game whatsoever, you know, we can come back all the way and, and, and defeat this team. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's what the Jazz will have to overcome that at some point. And, you know, obviously it doesn't get more important than, than the playoffs. And so, um, you know, in, in many ways, it is like a fourth quarter of a regular season game, but for all four quarters. And so maybe, you know, I, I think that's going to have to be a key part of the Jazz figuring out what does their clutch offense look like? Um, how can they perform when defenses ratchet up the pressure over the course of 48 minutes? You know, it'd be fascinating to watch because, you know, Dinwiddie has at times looked great for the Mavs. He's been in a little bit of a lull here lately, but there was a mo- there was a, a period of time over about a 5-10 game period 
where he was averaging 20 points a game, uh, hitting some last-second shots. So, I mean, in a way, you would be asking him to step in to Luka's role. He can't be Luka, but he can score. He can take on some of the scoring load. What do you think, when you kind of look at what the lineup would look like without Doncic, what, what, what do you think the Quinn and the Jazz would be most focused on? I mean, Dwight Powell has an unbelievable shooting percentage, but he doesn't shoot it outside the lane. You don't have to worry about him around three-point. Brunson's a really good player. Uh, who do you think they would have to uh, uh, spend most of their time preparing for if Luka's not ready to go? Yeah, you know, I think it's clearly the backcourt of Brunson and Dinwiddie. And, you know, I, I think back to some of the games over the last couple of months that where the Jazz have traveled down to Dallas and, and lost those games. Um, Dinwiddie's had some good, a good performance and um, had some efficient games as well. You know, I think obviously if, if Dinwiddie starts, you, you put Royce O'Neal on him. He's kind of the Jazz's starting perimeter defender. I actually think new acquisition, who was just picked up on a 10-day this year and then signed for the rest of the season, Daniel House, has been maybe the more effective defender of the two, and so he could be getting more minutes if, you know, you start to see Spencer Dinwiddie or, or Brunson kind of start to go off. Um, you know, I think Mike Conley is going to play a significant role in defending Brunson, and he has been a good defender this year. You know, I think... He's kind of back healthy as compared to last year and so has been moving a little bit better on the defensive end of the floor. Um, and then I'm very curious to see, frankly, like whether or not the Mavs go small ball, maybe play Maxi Kleba at the five, maybe even play a Davis Bertans at the five and, uh, you know, kind of space the floor against the Jazz, kind of like the Clippers did in last year's playoffs um, and, and make kind of push Rudy Gobert out of the paint a little bit, maybe giving more space to Jalen Brunson, more space to Spencer Dinwiddie for them to operate inside the paint. Yeah, Bertans, you put him out there for about two or three minutes or five minutes to see if he can hit any threes. And if he does it, you kind of get him off the floor is uh, is the way a lot you know you handle that. Daniel House is an interesting guy because he used to be with the Rockets, and he certainly had moments. And it is interesting how playoff times uh, you can catch lightning in a bottle with certain players. And the Jazz certainly need uh in infusion you know from somebody like that the um the ongoing uh andy larson salt lake uh, tribune joining us salt lake uh, tribune uh, beat writer for the utah jazz joining us on the matt mosley show rudy and donovan you know you almost have to kind of watch that as like a soap opera uh there's some there's certainly some history there um there's some maybe some looks that they've given each other in recent games and some uh, – wh- where do you think all that is? And I, I, are we kind of to a point where we just have to kind of um, embrace the idea that these guys are never going to be particularly close, but that doesn't mean they can't find a way to coexist? Yeah, you know, I think the relationship kind of at its best over the last couple of years has been described as like useful coworkers. You know, like it's a coworker that maybe you depend on, but you're not going to be hanging out with outside mm-hmm. of work. And that's certainly where, you know, I think Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are kind of at the best of times now. And, and then you kind of hope that it doesn't seep into the work, which is what has, I think, happened in the, in the last couple of, of months. You know, I, I think they're, it's interesting. You still kind of talk to them in, in media press, press conference situations. And um, it's Donovan will always say, Hey, you know, the defense needs to improve. Um, Rudy will always say, Hey, the offense needs to improve. And it's, it's like, that neither player is really kind of taking accountability for the situation here. And I think that's kind of led to maybe a, a widening of the gap. You know, I, I don't think it's catastrophic. You know, I, I think, you know, Donovan is, and Rudy Gobert is still is a 
really effective pick and roll option. You know, it's averaging 1.2 points per possession when they run that play in, in half court situations. And so like, I, I can say that like, Hey, you know, that's one of the top five point guard uh, or guard big man pick and roll combinations in the league. And so, you, you know, it's, it's working relatively well. Um, I, I think to be honest, the, the bigger question with the Donovan and Rudy relationship is less about this series when I think they're going to be effective and more about uh, what happens in the off season and kind of, if the Jazz do lose in the first round or even in the second round to, say, the Phoenix Suns, you know, uh, what happens with the team from there? Yeah, I mean, we thought this would be the pairing for a long time, and, and we see in the NBA things can change in a hurry. I, I love that somebody, uh, I guess, created a a uh, anti-clutch moments, quote, anti-clutch moments for the Jazz. <laughs> and you you posted this, and I think uh, it, it, you noted that it's a pretty lengthy thing. And um it's got to be crazy. I mean, Quinn's taken his fair sh- uh, share of some shots, uh, and he's always been thought of as a brilliant uh, basketball mind, and, and I like Quinn a lot. But uh, it, it, it does seem strange that, that this they've gotten into such a funk. But, again, this Doncic thing could help them. Who knows if they got a little momentum in the series. Let me ask you about one other thing. You have a picture uh, yesterday of, of uh, Jared Butler wearing a Buckets O'Neill T-shirt. Now, you have a lot of Baylor fans in the audience right now. Um, first of all, I know I know uh, uh, Royce, based on where he was expected to go in professional basketball, has far exceeded that. And I know he's taken some criticism this year and his unwillingness to shoot at times I know is annoying to fans. But let me ask you about Jared. Do, has this been a kind of a – I mean, do you sense that even though he hasn't gotten a ton of play in time, obviously in some of the meaningless action late, he, he had some nice playing time. Um, do you feel like he's made strides despite the fact that he hasn't really uh, received that much time on the court this season? Yeah, I do. You know, I think uh, I think Jared, first of all, I have to say the front office loves Jared. You know, I think they love what he's done in practices. They've loved what he's done kind of in – the three on three, five on five games that you do see when in kind of in the middle of the season with kind of the end of the bench guys, he got a terrific jump shot. Um, and then it's kind of about, okay, how do you kind of, add, and, and I think a terrific handle as well. And then it's kind of, how do you add around that and make that work in, in a five man NBA concept. And I think that's kind of what he's struggling with right now is kind of does have kind of a tendency to over dribble a little bit. He is obviously small, so kind of needs to be needs to fight on the defensive end at, at a high level, um, and then kind of the the playmaking of hey, you know, when is it his turn to kind of try to take someone one on one and use that jump shot or uh, take a maybe a mildly contested three, and and when is it better to just kind of keep the offense moving, swing it around, and you know maybe give the ball to a Jordan Clarkson or uh, another player, and that's something that obviously a lot of rookies struggle with, but. You know, as far as like a, a 40th pick go, it goes, I, you know, I think it's a still a relative steal for the Jazz. And, you know, we'll see how he how he performs next year. And I think, you know, the Jazz do plan on playing him more next year. It's just kind of been a, a tough situation with, with him and, and another good young point guard, Trent Forrest, and uh, in, in the roster as well. So I, I think the Jazz are still high on Jared. You know, I think this offseason is going to be really critical for him. Uh, and I think, again, kind of like understanding that, hey, he's not probably going to be the best player on the floor. Um, and kind of how do you add uh, kind of add value in that in that circumstance? Kind of like a, a Seth Curry had to learn, uh, even like someone like a J.J. Redick had to learn. You know, it's, it's just kind of when you are 
playing for the the best team in college basketball. That's that's one thing. Um, but you know, the NBA is a whole different thing with with the the size and length that some of these guys have. But I do think that the team really does you know believe in him, kind of in in the long term moving forward. I like hearing it. It has to be rough to see Davion Mitchell on a on a you know obviously a, a bad team, but putting up big numbers, getting tons of time, all of that, and uh, and and thinking, man, I, I feel like I should be getting time. But Jared, as you know, is an unbelievable kid, and uh, not the kind of guy that's going to get discouraged and that kind of thing. So from a from a tangible standpoint, I don't know if there could be any better. So. Anyway, Andy, um, look forward to seeing you in uh, Dallas. Uh, safe travels to you as we get this uh, series going on Saturday at noon. Sounds good. Thank you, Matt. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Andy Larson, uh, Salt Lake uh, Trib, covers the uh, Utah Jazz. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It appears we have some breaking news I'll send it to Aaron in the uh, in our uh, our newsroom. What do you have for us, sir? Uh, it's uh, pretty uh, well. It's perfect timing, actually. Uh, the Athletic is reporting that Luca will miss Game One Saturday. Yeah, that's certainly what it uh, what it appears to be, and uh, it's uh, uh, it is a uh, it's kind of a rough. Uh, uh, rough scene for the Mavs, uh, and and again, I I got I wanted to look and see some of our other people who cover the team, like Brad Townsend and McMahon, to see because it was a national writer, Shams um, Sharania, who I know reported that. But uh, yeah, it's it is uh, it is big news, and we shall see uh, what that means for the Mavs and uh, if that is indeed accurate and. It's really interesting that somebody, if they didn't need to, why would somebody leak that story? Because they don't actually have to say if he's playing or not. They have to give like an injury, like a update 24 hours before, like he's questionable or probable or whatever. They have to do that. But they don't have to say yay or nay on him playing until game day. And and could even wait closer to game time. So the, the the thought of somebody feeling the need to leak this doesn't make a ton of sense. But Aaron's exactly right. Uh, the Athletic has it out there that, um, that Luka Doncic is uh, not going to play in this game. All right, good stuff there from our man Andy Larson. And I think we've got all you needed to know about what the Jazz are going to do, about all these uh, about these strains. And so we'll uh, continue on. Been a really busy day and a fun day. Of course, we have the dismount coming up a little bit later. But next, we'll get you caught up on all the latest NFL news. Jerry Jones was speaking yesterday. Did he have anything to say? Well, yeah, you know he did. That's next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Equestrian opens play in their national championships today, plus baseball opens a three-game Big 12 series at Baylor Ballpark. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back, Baylor Equestrian, the number six seed in the NCEA National Championships, opens competition against number three seed, Texas A&M, this afternoon in Ocala, Florida. This is the NCEA Nationals, which were hosted in Waco for the past 16 years, now have moved to the World Equestrian Center in Ocala. Again, Baylor versus A&M in the first round match today, scheduled to begin at 1.30 Central Time this afternoon. Meanwhile, Baylor baseball opening a three-game Big 12 series against the Kansas Jayhawks tonight at Baylor Ballpark. The series runs Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to finish before Easter Sunday. And the Bears, who have dropped five straight on the season, looking to regain the form that helped them to some big wins earlier in the season. Head coach Steve Rodriguez asked what needs to happen to get back to that style of play. There's that cliche, trying to do too much, um, and I'm not a big fan of that cliche because I really don't know what it means, mm. but I can simplify it in a normal baseball player's mind is that um, I'll give you a great example that we have guys who might come up with guys in scoring position, and they, they want to get the hit so bad because they know that we need it and it'll, it'll help our program and the team. And, you know, and they, when they don't get it, it feels like the weight of the world is on their shoulders that they didn't have success, even though they may have had a great at-bat, but not scoring the runs, you know, and they, they really take it personally. And, and that's what I, I would kind of say is going on right now is we have guys who, when they have opportunities to, to maybe get a job done or score some runs or, or throw a scoreless inning, um, they feel like the weight is on the, their shoulders and, and they're not doing it. And so I think at some point they need to play a little more free, a little more just, hey, I want to go out there and do what I can. Um, but I think that, for me, is, is one of the biggest things. Like, it's obviously the, the talent level is there. They just got to have that confidence. Coach Rod and the Bears opening a three-game series against Kansas tonight at Baylor Ballpark. On the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 here on ESPN Central Texas tonight. They'll play tomorrow at 5 and Saturday at noon. All three games also televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in pretty quiet conditions. Lows fall to 54 degrees. Tomorrow the clouds increase early and then we'll see a mix of sun and clouds. It'll be a breezy afternoon with a high of 85. And on Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy skies. It will be humid with a 20% chance of rain late and a high of 91. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor Baseball has a series starting tonight with Kansas at Baylor Ballpark, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of Easter weekend. Tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA play-in games last night, saw Atlanta beat Charlotte 132-103, to and New Orleans beat San Antonio 113-103. to That sets up Atlanta and Cleveland and New Orleans and the L.A. Clippers tomorrow night. Las Vegas Raiders have extended Derek Carr's contract with a three-year, $125 million contract with a no-trade clause in effect. Jerry Jones had a big announcement yesterday in an offseason that looks like a fail for most Cowboy fans. It was cryptocurrency. Turned out to be a huge disappointment to Cowboy fans. Texas Rangers host the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we like to uh, we like to change it up each day. I we believe in kind of surprising you with guests. We've had some awesome ones this week. We had uh, Randy Smith, Scotty Scheffler's uh, 
longtime swing coach, man who just won the Masters and flew back with him from Augusta the other day. Jerome Tang dropped in out of nowhere, and uh, it was fun to hear uh, Jerome. I had, uh, uh, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. I just texted Jerome on a whim, said, hey, let's, uh, why don't we do something today or Monday? And he and I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, this is, you know, I don't know, maybe right as we were getting started today, Aaron. And during I went to break, I always look at my phone, and he he said, "I can do it now. I can come on right now." <laughs> so uh, I love it. I love it. And uh, boy, Jerome and Coach Jacobs and this whole staff, Scott's been awesome over the years. It was just so much fun to to have everybody on. Um, our, our man, the uh, uh, Coach Mohatra, we call him AD, and uh, you got an AB and an AD uh, because his first name is Adidia, uh, but we kind of know him as AD. But uh, Aaron, it was, it was really funny the other day. He put one of those, you know how on Twitter you can put something in the, uh, like, you, like you're pinning something and, and say where you are, and he did one, and it said Manhattan. And all the Kansas State fans thought that meant he was joining Tang's uh, staff. And the next picture was a picture of him in Times Square. <laughs> he was just on a trip with his family. <laughs> he was in the real Manhattan. No offense to K-State people. but Yeah, yeah. So the, he the was more not, popular Manhattan, I'll say. But the K-State people got all excited and thought the AD was going there. And uh, I, I tell you, I, one of the young men that Baylor in Kansas, and I'm sure Kansas State now, Oklahoma State, and Kentucky for sure. Coach Calipari is desperately trying to get this kid. But I, I, I got to, I went to an event today, and Aaron, I saw this, the target of all these schools, Trey Johnson, um, six-six shooting guard from Lake Islands, Texas. Um, like it's really the Richardson Independent School District. Lake Collins is actually in Dallas, but anyway, um, it was pretty pretty awesome, and uh, uh, he addressed the crowd, and that is someone, Aaron. If you think about Kendall and how people were excited about him, Keontae George, I think people were very very excited about him. Sohan, same thing. Langston Love, if they land. Trey Johnson, whose father, uh, Richard Johnson, played at Baylor around the time, same time I was there. Um, if they land Trey Johnson, that may take things. Aaron, again, these other players are awesome. This guy Dylan coming in next year. I mean, there's some really good players. But Trey is kind of a different. I would say if Trey continues on the trajectory he's on right now, He's going to arrive at Kentucky or Baylor or Kansas, wherever he goes, much more like Cade Cunningham arrived at Oklahoma State than any of these other freshmen. We didn't exactly know. We knew Kendall Brown was going to be good. We knew Sohan. Sohan ended up being the better player. Now, who knows? Kendall may be the better pro someday. But Kendall was the better college player, I would say, of the two. But that, just know, Aaron, I don't do a whole lot of recruiting talk, especially when it gets down to like 2024 kids or 2025, whatever the case would be. But this kid is a sophomore. He will be a junior high school player next year, and he is unbelievable. And it's just funny. to He's got this baby face, and yet he's 6'6", and there's, he's unstoppable. 
There, there's literally nobody in the country right now. If he gets on the basketball court with any high school player in the country, nobody can stop him. He's that good, and he can get his shot over anybody. And they should have gone to state this year, and they just fell short, got some bad calls. At least that's what I'll say. Uh, but it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, did we ever give the uh, – let's give the winner of our Schmaltz's contest. I'm sure the uh, one of the top dogs over at UBEO, UBO. Uh, uh, one of the great, uh, one of the great companies in all of central Texas, uh, was, was probably trying to guess, but we had, uh, Sean Hunts, who I'm talking about, Aaron, who was the winner? Uh, I believe the question for people that missed this, um, Aaron, refresh my memory. What did I ask? The highest drafted Baylor basketball player in program history. Okay. And. Who got that correct? And give us the answer, Aaron. It was Jason Turnbow, listening Adam Robinson, and um, the correct answer was Epke Udo. Yeah, Epe Udo. No, that's okay. Uh, the K is silent, sir. I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm it's, an overcorrector. No, no. I, but, it's, uh, uh, I would, I, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's been a few years since he was here. So. No, it's okay. It's okay. It was a while. In fact, that team... With Udo, uh, made it to the Elite Eight and came very, very close to making it to the Final Four, if not for a bad call against yes. Duke. They would have been there and uh, still very upsetting to a lot of us. That would have been circa 2011. I was at that game. In uh, in Houston? Yeah, yeah. I got to see them uh, just destroy St. Mary's in the Sweet 16 and then get robbed in the Elite Eight when Duke shockingly got a call. I know, but man, what a crowd. That was one of the proudest I've ever been as a Baylor alum uh, to be from, you know, it was just so cool because Baylor people took that place over. And uh, that was uh, a football stadium that was out of NRG, used to be called whatever, Enron or whatever it was. Uh, No, Enron was the baseball park. I should not bring up Enron. Uh, But anyway, it was... About sixty to seventy thousand fans there, and at least fifty thousand were Baylor fans. And that was a that was the first time I really thought, oh my gosh, like if you if you play one of these games in Dallas or Houston or Austin or wherever, they'll show up. I mean, they, the Baylor the Baylor brethren showed up in an enormous way, and that was cool. That was one of the first times I thought, why couldn't Baylor be? Um, I mean, they'll never quite have the history of like a Duke, but I'm talking about having a, a, that kind of uh, passionate fan base. And they're still not quite there. I mean, if you're talking about best fan bases in the Big 12, uh, uh, basketball, you got to go with Kansas, one. And Texas Tech has become two. And I'm telling you, Iowa State and Kansas State used to be great. I think K-State got down here, and so they have not been as good. And uh, you still have to hand it to Iowa State. Whether they're good or bad, they show up. The other one I would say, Aaron, if we were ranking Big 12 like fan bases, is even in a really down, losing-type season, West Virginia fans showed up in a big way. Not much to do out there in Morgantown, but still. I mean, let's not act like there's that much to do in Waco. Um, and uh, those fans showed up in a big way, and I think I saw where they averaged like 13,000 fans a game. In a year where they won like, what, four or five conference games, they were not good. 
and um, and and they had a bunch of people show up. Okay, I promised you I would mention Jerry Jones. Now, Aaron, why have you heard Ward Sports Center today? Like he he acts <laughs> like Jerry just kind of just broke all the hearts of Cowboys fans. Like did 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 was did Ward think Jerry was going to show up there and make some kind of huge like the Super Bowls coming back to Dallas or something? Well, no, but I think he had the. <laughs> rightful expectation that it may be football related instead of some stupid cryptocurrency thing buddy come on now don't cryptocurrency's a thing this is uh oh no i I don't i okay yeah let me well yes i know but most blockchain.com come on now most people what don't no no most new cryptocurrencies are just well i'm not gonna get into it i mean i'm not uh Look, I believe I believe in in cryptocurrency, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, but there's a lot of other tokens out there that aren't worth a lot. <laughs> Aaron's got thoughts on this. I can tell. You're well, you know, the, there's uh, there's you all. It's, it seems like like every week there's a new coin that that's yeah. promoted, and then the, you know it goes shoots up, and then the people well, that promoted see. it sell it all. And that's where we're different. I I thought this thing was going to be some kind of huge business announcement. And it was, so I had no expectations for anything. Here's, here was what uh, I love when Jerry has one of these, um, where is it? Is this Jerry? There's somebody makes up a quote for Jerry. Um, Blockchain is one of the oldest and most trusted digital asset platforms in the world, has easy-to-use products, and remains relentlessly focused on customers. Jerry knows nothing about cryptocurrency. Now, somebody, he'll get up to speed. Jerry knows how to make money. But to act like Jerry has any new, any knowledge of blockchain is ridiculous. And first of all, what do you mean oldest and trusted digital asset platform? Aaron, how long have these things been around? Like five years at the most, <laughs> three years. Uh, I mean, this is not like some kind of old. Oh my gosh, block! You know, this has been around forever. We're acting like this is one of the great, most trusted places ever. And by the way, the 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 head of blockchain said, "We chose to partner with the Cowboys because they represent the most trusted brand in professional sports." Oh really? Oh really? How trusted are they right now? How trusted are anything the Cowboys do? I mean, they're trusted if you're talking about making money. But I don't know about he said they 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 compete with a champion mindset and believe in long term partnerships. Okay. That's fine. Uh and uh, now you might ask, what's the big news, like football news that might have come out of this? Well, Jerry did talk a little bit of football. Uh reporters were asking him about his interest in in maybe trying to move up uh, in in the early rounds. And I quote Jerry, I would trade up in the, up this draft. And just going in, as much as you can say about it, until you see what's there and who's on the other end of the line. But I would trade up. Since we're down as low as we are in the first two or three rounds, if we had a chance to um, to, and somebody that we had really coveted, was sitting at the bottom, and we were able to trade up and get him. Okay, here's when they have traded up. It's more, they've traded down more than they've traded up. 
I would say they did trade up to take Des Bryant years ago. Sometimes they've wanted Jerry wanted to trade up to take Manziel or um, in that draft, or he maybe wanted to just sit there and take him. Now they ended up taking an offensive lineman, and I believe that became Zach Martin. And the and Zach Martin may end up in the Hall of Fame someday. I mean that's uh, that's ended up being a a really really good draft pick, and the Manziel pick would have been disastrous. But Jerry wanted it. You got to be careful a little bit when Jerry starts talking about moving up. Uh, and, oh, oh, nice, nice. Let's actually hear. Um, let's actually hear what Jerry had to say to those reporters yesterday. Going in as much as you can say about it until you see what's there, who's on the other the line. But uh, yeah, I would trade up to uh, since we're down as low as we are in those first two or three rounds. If we had a chance to, and somebody that we had really coveted was uh, sitting at the bottom, Frederick was sitting down there at the bottom, and we were able to trade up and get him. <laughs> There's Jerry, you know, Frederick, Frederick, Travis Frederick, the uh, center who obviously had that Guillain syndrome, uh, Guillain Bear syndrome, Barre, maybe it's Guillain Barre, uh, and they were able to move up and get him at the end of the first round, and I think that year maybe they didn't have a first-round pick and were able to kind of rally and come up the board. Let me just remind everybody, this is the time of year where Jerry, the, like the next talk we have with him, it'll be about trading down. This one was about trading up. They love, there's just a, there's a smokescreen process that goes along with all this. The one I remember because I had to live in infamy because of this, Aaron, was uh, Tyron Smith that year? I early on, like two months before the draft, I identified him as the target. I think I was at ESPN.com at the time, and on my mock draft, I said it was going to be Tyron Smith as the pick. And you know, in time, maybe some other people did that too, but I was the first one to ever use that and say that. Well, the Cowboys started kind of hating that I was on that one because I'd been tipped off. And so somebody pushed back hard right before the draft. No, nah, we're not going to take him there. Not, we're not going to take him there. <laughs> and I went with a different pick. And I can't remember what direction I went, but let's just say I changed my mind at the last second. And who did they take but Tyron Smith? So you have to, as a reporter, as a fan, whatever you are, you have to realize that everybody's lying this time of season. The only time you can kind of know what's going on is we all know who desperately needs quarterbacks. And what will happen in this draft, just like other drafts, quarterbacks that aren't even that great, Malik Willis comes to mind, are going to come rolling up the board. And, and Aaron, I bet we'd have to go back 20 years to find a draft where a quarterback did not go in the first 10 picks. And you, you wouldn't find one where it didn't go in the first round. You'd have to go back 50 years or maybe never. But they, no matter what the talent level is, so it would not shock me, Aaron. I don't have the draft picks. I don't have the order in front of me right now. But by the time we finally get to the draft, which is coming up, by the way, April 28th, I believe, 
by the time we finally get there, it would not shock me if both Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis were top 10 draft picks. Would that shock you? No, actually, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I think Carolina will take one of them, and I think somebody after that will move up to take whoever they don't take. Uh, you know, they'll get antsy and and think that they have to move way up in the first round to, to get their quarterback. But I agree. I think they'll both go in the top ten. All right. And, uh, Aaron, do we have uh, – well, we'll save this. I'll tell you, that's a – that's good information, Aaron, that you sent me earlier. I'm just seeing this. We'll have some breaking news in the dismount that has to do with uh, with some, some local high school news, and we'll be able to uh, to deal with that a little bit. And it's uh, near and dear to Aaron's heart, this high school, and we'll address it, react to it. We'll do it next in the dismount. Baylor, Kansas, Big 12 Baseball. This weekend at Baylor Ballpark. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, beginning Thursday at 6.30, then Friday at 5, and Saturday at noon. Bears, Jayhawks, Big 12 Baseball, beginning Thursday, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Jeep celebration is going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the newest Grand Cherokee, the new 2022 available in a two-row or a family favorite, the three-row Model L. Jeep re-engineered for the future. The Grand Cherokee is ready for the next great adventure. Are you? Find legendary power and confidence, along with head-turning style is what Grand Cherokee is. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop allensamuelsdcj.com or come in and see our huge selection of brand-new cars and trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly continues their Lone Star Music Series with the Oak Ridge Boys, April 23rd. My baby is American made. Born and bred in the USA. Promise to be long hair to a sexy long hair. My baby is American made. Gates open at 6 on April 23rd for the Oak Ridge Boys. Get your tickets for the Oak Ridge Boys online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $30 in advance general admission and $35 the day of the show. And $50 lawn chair seating is available. Reserve tables are also available. Oak Ridge Boys at Johnny's Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, April 23rd. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. 
Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best free comic book day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com for more information. Bankston's is your place for fun and Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor Baseball has a series starting tonight with Kansas at Baylor Ballpark, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series because of Easter weekend. Tonight, 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA play-in games last night, saw Atlanta beat Charlotte 132-103, and New Orleans beat San Antonio 113-103. That sets up Atlanta and Cleveland and New Orleans and the L.A. Clippers tomorrow night. Las Vegas Raiders have extended Derek Carr's contract with a three-year, $125 million contract with a no-trade clause in effect. Jerry Jones had a big announcement yesterday in an offseason that looks like a fail for most Cowboy fans. It was cryptocurrency. Turned out to be a huge disappointment to Cowboy fans. Texas Rangers host the Angels tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Darren, this involves uh, this involves your alma mater where you finished up high school. So I'm going to let you announce this news. Go ahead and play the breaking news sounder if you don't mind. All right, Aaron Sexton will now step into our uh, our Dismount newsroom. Uh, and let you know some uh, some breaking high school news. Yep, uh, Robinson Independent School District AD Jay Zeller has resigned, and he is taking the AD job at Brazosport. All right, um, Jay Zeller headed to Brazosport. One of our buddies has a family in Brazosport. I think that's where Simcox's in-laws are. So they'll keep track. See how. Uh, See how uh, I'm trying to think of Brazosport, the size, if that would be a similar size or not. I feel like Brazosport might be a little larger, but uh, Jay Zeller making the move, leaving Central Texas and heading over to uh, Brazosport. And uh, we'll continue to get you details on that. And I'm sure there'll be quite a few people uh, maybe thinking about that job. I have noticed in recent years there's some great high school coaches that have uh, become ADs and they miss coaching and they've gotten back into coaching. Um, some uh, obviously great coaches end up becoming athletic directors. Tom Westerberg is now at uh, Salado, and he was a big-time coach at Allen, uh, became an AD, and now he's gotten back into coaching at Al- uh, in Salado 
and um, has had a place there, I think, for some time. I, one thing I did want to say, Aaron, we didn't have a chance to talk about that uh, tornadoes the other night and the, and the bad weather we were talking about did hit Salado. Uh, I, it, thank goodness, and, and I got uh, Coach Westerberg actually sent me some video of that tornado looked like it was coming right at the school. Uh, in Salado, and it veered off and did not hit the school. Not much damage out at uh, uh, out at uh, uh, Mill Creek, where my family has a place. But um, uh, other parts of Salado, not so fortunate, and uh, some major, major damage. And so, uh, just let everybody in Salado, we're thinking about you, praying for you, and uh, let's uh, let's help our neighbors. If there's anything we can do. Um, you know, please let us know. But uh, uh, as you might imagine, the Salado folks were all out there helping each other, helping neighbors, and uh, they'll uh, they'll build it back. But uh, some really, really tough damage. You know, sometimes, Aaron, you know, you'll see trailer parks and stuff get the brunt of those things. But man, I thought I saw some some uh, stone homes, uh, limestone type uh, exteriors really take the the heat all right aaron uh have a great one we're gonna see everybody tomorrow you'll have a great evening listen to baylor baseball coming up at 6 15 see you at four o'clock tomorrow this is the big 12 buzz a daily look inside big 12 athletics here again is the voice of the baylor bears john morris Hi, everybody. It's never check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the top two teams in the Big 12 softball standings meet up in Austin this weekend. That is number one, Oklahoma, and number 18, Texas. The Sooners off to an historic start to this season. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Now let's check out Big 12 Athletics. Here's J-Mo with today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. And welcome back. Today, a look at Big 12 Conference Softball. Highlighted this weekend by top-ranked and undefeated Oklahoma, playing a three-game Big 12 series in Austin against number 18, Texas. The Sooners off to an historic start to this season. They are 36-0 on the year. That breaks the previous NCAA record for the best start of a season previously held by the 2017 Oregon Ducks and the 1999 UCLA Bruins, who both started their seasons at 35-0. Oklahoma has won 30 of its 36 games by run rule this year. And head coach Patty Gasso says it hasn't been a real topic of conversation. 
Yeah, I, I, I have so many returners and I have some really solid leaders. And the one thing that you just don't hear anybody talking, no one, including myself, no one talks about a record. No one, we just don't talk about it. We just, all we try to do is get better. We're not trying to break records or milestones or anything like that. We really aren't. We don't talk about those things. Even Jossie's home run race, it wasn't something we really talked about. We just knew it was happening. We, They're aware that we're undefeated. I know that. And whether they look ahead and think about, well, wow, we could get to whatever the number is. I don't think they're a team that does that. I don't feel that, at least. So I don't see it being an issue, quite honestly. The memories that I have from the past, a, a lot of the memories come from games in Texas, specifically. Um, there's just an energized, loud, um, abrasive crowd. And uh, so your team can either panic and be afraid of that or intimidate it or bow up. Patty Gasso and her top-ranked and undefeated Oklahoma Sooners in Austin to take on Texas, a three-game series that begins tonight at Red McCombs Field. Games tonight at 6, tomorrow at 6, and Saturday at 1, all three televised on the Longhorn Network. And that's today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. I'm John Morris. Baylor, Kansas, Big 12 Baseball. This weekend at Baylor Ballpark. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, beginning Thursday at 6.30, then Friday at 5, and Saturday at noon. Bears, Jayhawks, Big 12 Baseball, beginning Thursday, right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are 200 $50 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco on the web at createacommotion.com. 